Hello and welcome to True Cliff Pop. It's part of the True Crap Pop podcast, which is part of the True Cult Pop podcast, which is me, Stephen Hill, and him, Sam Slight. And I'll tell you all the rest of the stuff, but i just say hello, Sam, first. Hello, Sam. Hello. 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 It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year because we do a music podcast, True Crap Pop, or sorry, True Cult Pop. I'll start with that one. That's the main one. Yeah, we do a good uh, one. Yeah. We do we do where we talk about music. We have an offshoot of that called True Crap Pop, yeah. which is where we search for the worst album ever made ever. And now True Crap Pop, I think, has got its own offshoot, <laughs> True Cliff Pop. Big time. Where we go through the entire discography of Cliff Richard one year and <laughs> one episode a year. I don't think I'm Christmas. gonna be alive long enough for that, mate. Oh, oh, you'll you'll have to be, mate. It's gonna be until until we drop dead, basically. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing as much Cliff Richard as we possibly can. It's that wonderful time of the year where Cliff Richard releases an album and we think, well, that surely ties in immediately <laughs> with the true crap pop oeuvre that we love so much. So it is a part of true crap pop, but it's also its own private spirit. We've decided, we've just we've just decided to do that. There's going to be a Happy second Christmas. table for you all to keep track of. <laughs> yeah, so we've got, we've got like... 90 albums and this will be going into the 90 albums of the true crap pop ranking mm. but it'll also be ranked either at the moment first or second best with the cliff at christmas album that we did last year yeah. and then again it's going to be another one next year and then presumably well we'll talk about how long we reckon this can go on for <laughs> when we get to the end of the show but, but I, I, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to i'm laughing already because i just <laughs> think what stupid what stupid thing to do well i just fucking stupid thing to do i used to a few years ago <laughs> i spent most of my time reviewing really sort of worthy noise rock records now i'm <laughs> A ranking Cliff Richard's entire back catalogue. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Or, alternatively, how much better has my, has my life got in, in the last few years? I'm going to <sighs> go with the latter. I do love, just to decide, the fact that we basically relaunched uh, Crap Pop, obviously Broken Records formally, by just assuming that Cliff Richard's Christmas album last year was going to be so shit. And I mean, we were right. As I can see at the moment, he currently sits at number 68. Where will this one go? Who oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, today. Oh, we're going to be doing so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. A real end of term vibes here. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about Cliff Richard, obviously. Can't have true Cliff Pop without Cliff Richard. Cliff with strings, my kind of life. Yeah. I did the hand movements, Sam. We've all the hand been movements. Doing it. You have, yeah, yeah. you have to do the hand movements. You have to lift your hands up like it wasn't me, Governor. <laughs> we're like Cliff done. My yeah. kind of life. The forty-seventh studio album from one of the greatest men ever to do it. Mm. The skinny get Cliff Richard released on the third of November, twenty twenty-three. Before we get into it, Sam. Um, how many pages of notes, considering this has only been out for about six weeks, how many pages of notes do you think I've got written on Cliff with Strings? Uh, well, I reckon it'll be more than me. So the last time we did a right. crap pop, it was Chainsmokers. And because kept, we kept ended up having the recording getting pushed and pushed and pushed, so I ended up listening to that album <laughs> eight times. I'll be honest, I've done this one two and a half times through, just to make sure. Mm -hmm. I've got two pages of notes. Steve, how many have you okay. got? 
I have got ten pages of notes, That's about which is a two third more of pages what you did of notes. Fragile. <laughs> it's actually more. It's two more pages of notes than what I did on Def Leppard's <laughs> biggest selling album, and arrive roughly the same as the Permission to Land by the Darkness. If you want to go by a classic album territory, I mean that is, uh, that is tw- where this is tw- going to sit. Twice as much as Manchester Orchestra with whatever that album was called. But then that wasn't really a classic album, so no. shouldn't have been there in the first place. Anyway, patreon.com forward slash true cult pop. If you do want to sign up and listen to any classic albums that uh, are inferior to what you're about to listen to, notes wise. frankly, yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, let's, you know, arbitrarily <laughs> run down the 20 worst albums that we have covered on True Crap Pop thus far. Starting with... The Rebirth by Lil Wayne at number 20. Hard to Swallow by Vanilla Ice as number 19. Followed by Eog and Quig with the Ag and Quag. <laughs> Testify by Phil Collins. Graveyard Classics Volume 2 by Six Feet Under. Blood, Sweat and Towers by the Towers of London. Cut the Crap by The Clash. Angelic to the Core by Corey Feldman. Philosophy of the World by The Shags. Asshole by Gene Simmons. Total Zanarchy by Little Zan. Paula by Robin Thicke. Methods of Mayhem by Methods of Mayhem. Double Wide by Uncle Cracker. Memories do not open by the Chainsmokers. There it is. Their one fan got in con- angrily got in contact with us, didn't he? Saying, oh, oh, there's a lot of you blabbering stuff that wasn't to do with the album. And it's like, yeah, because me and Sam, just being two totally normal, boring, average men talking about the things going on in our life is far more interesting than that fucking terrible album. It would have been a much worse podcast if we just spent more time talking about the actual mm. music yeah. and not just saying how much we hated the Chainsmokers. I just, so, I, I think that guy just doesn't understand uh, the legend of Achilles. That's the main problem. That is yeah. the main problem, yeah. That is the main problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had his own YouTube channel. I went and looked at that. I put a trolley little comment on one of his YouTube videos oh. uh, where he was uh, talking about Oxford United's manager. And uh, I was like, well, what do you know? <laughs> got him. Got him, Sam. Fucking I got him. done him in there, aren't you? <laughs> Got the bastard. Trust him up like Blood a kipper. The... Fouled his head off. <laughs> like a fish on the pitch. <laughs> Blood on the dance floor. Bad blood. Broken side. I'm, a fan. I'm not a fan, but the kids like it. Uh, the kids are now in their 30s, by the way, broken side. And uh, the, the actual kids don't like it. Mm. They've got So I'm gets. not a fan and the kids don't like it, but quite sad, thick people in their mid 30s. Mm. Do like it. Yes. A couple of them. Concerto and True Minor, the True Symphonic Rock Orchestra is number three. Crazy Hits by the Crazy Frog is number two. And still number one, My Teenage Dream Ended by Farah Abraham. That is a true crap pop rankings. Um, the cliff the pop true, ranking. The true cliff pop rankings is is only one. And it's uh, it's Cliff Richard at Christmas. It's Christmas there with Cliff, go. I'll have you know. Cliff was Christmas with Cliff. Get it I right. What it was called. Have some respect Sorry, for mate, the a knight of the realm. <laughs> well, yeah. Realm, I, I mean, look. So there you go. This album, Cliff with Strings, will be going into both lists. Mm. Say list. It will be joining <laughs> its compadre in the other list. And then we'll, the two of them will have to huddle up next to each other in the cold for a whole year before they're inevitably joined by, I don't know, Cliff does Andrew Lloyd Webber or whatever he's going to yeah. do next year. Anyway, Cliff with Strings. Well, it's been a year. He's back. Cliff Richard, what's he been up to, Sam? He took a year off, sort of, after the superb Christmas album Mm. that we did last year. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. What has he been up to in the meantime? Well, he's been making an album. Sort of. 
Has he been making an album? I think he's cheated here. <laughs> Has he really been making an album? Somebody's been making an album. Mm, mm. Somebody has. And his name is on it. But is he actually doing it? I mean, this is what he said. This is an album of all of his classic material re-recorded with an orchestra. Yes. Yes. Just like S&M by Metallica. Yes, absolutely. Just like that. Mm. Scarily so, I would say. I would say so. I mean, there is a song on here in particular that did remind me a lot of the reworking of Battery. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Cliff said of the album, after 65 years in the business, it really is an emotional journey to listen back to some of my original vocals. That's your first clue. Yeah. <laughs> your first clue that this is a, a absolutely lazy thing for him to do. <laughs> and hear just how young I was and how my dial changed over the years. Yeah. If you like. These tracks mean a lot to me, and they are so refreshed with orchestral arrangements. The most emotional track of the album for me is Suddenly, with my dear friend Olivia Newton-John. We recorded the version together live for my 75th birthday in 2015, and it always strikes me how well our voices sounded together and the crystal gentility that Olivia always managed to exclude. I'm glad I was able to highlight this great performance again. It, it is nice to have a good vocalist on this album, I will say that. It is nice yeah. to have a good vocalist on this album. Olivia Newton-John, the late Olivia Newton-John. Now, look, I'm not saying that Cliff Richard is using the death of Olivia Newton-John mm. to sell some shitty old hammy piece together bag of crap. I'm not saying that. That's for other people to say. Yeah. But I wonder why, if they'd had this for so long since 2015 i wonder why it's only resurfacing now sam mm -hmm. a year after the death of olivia Newton john that seems weird doesn't it seems weird mm. couldn't have happened to a nicer bloke is it a bit cynical yes or no oh i mean i'm yeah. the old frankie mad frankie fraser madometer <laughs> <laughs> where does cliff digging up an old olivia newton john vocal from fucking seven years ago and re-releasing really it Palming it off as new music in 2023. <laughs> uh, Where does that rank? Top end, definitely. Mad as a lorry. Yeah, mad as a lorry. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so mad that you have to move everything else down one to fit that on there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is a bit, isn't it? Um, so just to give that for a little bit, that's from the film Xanadu. Yes. Do you know that? For, you, uh, that came out um, in 1980. 1980, 1980. It came out. Ah. August, August the 8th, 1980. I was six months old. When did that you enjoy out. it? <laughs> I did, yeah. I went to cinema to see that. Yeah. And I definitely understood it. Have you ever seen Xanadu before? I have not. I've heard the Rush song of the same name, and that's about it. Yeah. It's weird. Mm. It's dead weird. Give me it a is, quick plot synopsis. Is, I'll decide if I'm going to watch it on I Christmas I don't Day. know that I can give you a quick plot synopsis of it at all, to be honest. I don't know okay. if I can give you... A quick one, but it's basically, um, oh, oh I, I, I don't really know. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know. <laughs> it does feature the music of Living Newton-John, Electric Like Orchestra, Cliff Richard and the Tubes. Okay. And it's basically, oh, it, everyone hated it at the time. Mm. It got loads of like golden raspberries and stuff. And I think it's got a kind of cult following since. But it's just about... Olivia Newton-John's a sort of a muse for an artist, basically. Oh. It's probably okay. not aged. It's probably aged about as well as the lyrics to A Question of Time by Depeche Mode. That's a very fair point. Uh, I was kind of right. hoping, I was hoping 
Xanadu and, you know, as I say, I've heard the Rush song, so I kind of just assumed it was maybe going to be in the kind of schlocky sci-fi Zardoz vein, but, mm. yeah. I mean, if, if, there's no, of... if there's no one wearing daft pants, I'm not interested in it. Basically. There are people wearing, oh, d- 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 loads of daft pants. Oh, okay. It's, it's got them. like a kind of, it's got a lot of, I don't know if they're dream sequency things, mm. but there's a, there's a sort of animated bit in the middle. It's really weird. It's really weird. But I'll tell you what, Olivia Newton-John, looks absolutely beautiful throughout that film cool. she really does and her submit to cliff richard well we'll we'll, we'll get on to that later i think we'll get on to that later so cliff has been promoting this record and it's funny because we did say oh we should do a cliff richard album every year mm. but then obviously you know he goes into hibernate probably goes into a sort of oxygen chamber kind of good looks yeah. it's like scanners <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like uh, like the witches, <laughs> you ever seen the witches? The, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, you know, when she take, he, he takes all his stuff off, doesn't he? And then he oh. goes into his little cocoony thing. I suppose and festively, he... maybe it's like Gremlins, bit like Gremlins, yeah, yeah. but we can't yeah. pl- pl- we can't get Cliff in the microwave. That's the problem. Would you like? Would you like to? Would you like to chuck Cliff Richard into a, into a fountain and watch his skin melt off his bones, skeleton dissolve? Yeah. You'd love that, wouldn't you? Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah, you uh, would. Um, uh, except they like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs mm. a lot more than Cliff, who finds no joy in anything, as we're going to no. discover yes. as we go through. Because I sort of thought, well, in a year, and he obviously is in his cocoon, in his sort of <laughs> oxygen chamber, hibernating, he's in his coffin for, <laughs> for sort of eight months of the year. He doesn't even have to come out and record this album, which we'll get into in a little bit. But... Surely, there's going to be very little for us to talk about since we've done a lot of Cliff Richard Christmassy build-up mm. last year and we've kind of covered a lot of that. Well, we have been blessed, Sam. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Oh. It's a season's blessings. It's a thing we all wish for. It is one of the most bizarre promotional activity tours for an album release I can remember in some time, mm. the Cliff with Strings promotional activity tour so let's start off uh with the 30th of october sir cliff we call him sir cliff we don't we do respect him even though we think he's a sort of monstrous alien (laughs) that will never die he went viral for a video during a bbc interview where he sang live in the interview um and played the worst air guitar i've i've ever seen you've obviously watched this haven't you yeah ai uh thing um I, i there's a lot that's confusing about this, but Cliff Richard can play the guitar. Yes. How can you play the guitar but not play air guitar? People who can't play air guitar do annoy me a bit, like Mm. who are really, really bad. Yeah. You know when someone's like strumming down by their knees and they've just got their hand up by their shoulder (laughs) and they're just, they're they're sort of like, they've got their like hand like all kind of twisted up in some odd way Mm. and they're just sort of like, pumping their fist the other hand up and down like and you're going well that have you that's not what a guitar looks like is it it's not what you're not zach wild unless you're in botch like that's the only way mm. you're getting away with it yeah and he but but usually i think well those people can't play the guitar mm, mm. but clifford you can play the guitar well yeah and he's like flicking his fingers down <laughs> he's flicking his fingers down like he's strumming it's like well you know that doesn't happen because mm. you play the guitar yes and he's holding the, the neck of the guitar like up by his ear and you go well again <laughs> If you're flicking the strings down there, why are you holding your hand? Like, what's going on there? It's 
It's bizarre, but I mean, as you say, you don't even have to play guitar to be able to do air guitar. We've all seen no. someone play guitar. I know. And when you can actually play the guitar... It makes it even worse. It makes it even worse. And it's even Stop worse. Stop pretending to be human, Cliff. It becomes even worse when you're Cliff Richard as well. It's terrible. And your arms are like kind of triffids or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's spindly arms slinging out all over the place. Dear me. Um, so anyway, he's asked to sort of sing live to mm. prove that he can still sing. And uh, he does, he, oh, he does, a, he, does a be- he does a beautiful rendition of My no Kind of Life. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's a beautiful rendition of My Kind of Life. Yep. 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 Acapella. Hmm. No backing track. As it was intended. I mean, it's like... As it was intended. It's like how any great song can be played on acoustic guitar. I mean, really, any mm. great song can be sung a cappella. By Cliff Richard. By Cliff Richard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any... You, you, I, everybody should take their songs and just get Cliff Richard to sing them and then go, does it work or not? And if it yeah. doesn't work in the, the mouth of Cliff Richard with no backing behind it, bin it. Mm. Bin it off. Because if he can't make it work, no one can. I did hear that they, they very nearly left Street Spirit off the end of the bends as, because of that. And then I fade out again. And I fade out again. Yeah. And they were like, hmm. All right. Can't we'll, just rejig that yeah, slightly. Yeah. We'll Go. keep it, but yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it, but we're not sure. Um, so he sings it and he says to the guy, and he said, at the end, he goes, I did all of that without artificial insemination. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious I love it when old people get things wrong yep. don't you yeah he means AI doesn't he he, does. he means artificial intelligence, intelligence he yeah. said artificial insemination hilarious not words hilarious. I ever want to hear uttered by the the leathery visage of Cliff Richard <laughs> no, no not really <laughs> not really um, oh yeah the idea of Cliff, Cliff Richard's Reaching a climax is not something that we should think about here. But no. I do love it when old people get words wrong. My yeah. mum used to call a Peshwari naan when we go to the Indian. She'd call it a Peshani naan. Oh, God. Oh, God that's not a Peshani naan, mum. Uh, and that's a bit like what this is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. He's, got it, he's got it wrong. He oh. doesn't know about the new things. How old Hilarious. People. What are you stupid like? Old, stupid old idiot. I remember, um, oh, actually, now, I've got an old person story and a festive one, just very quickly. Mm. I remember one year going around to grandma and granddad's for Christmas, getting out of the car, and I was playing, uh, I think it must have been Pokemon Red, you know, on a Game Boy, like every kid did in the late noughties and early yep. 2000s. And my grandma said, oh, is that your Playboy? Still laugh about it to this day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yes. Nice one, Jim. I remember, my nan, I remember uh, we were watching the news once, mm. and um, there was a story about, the amount of uh, kind of doctors from Southeast Asia that were employed by the NHS. And my nan went, what do you think about these Indians, boy? Do we need them? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, old people say the darndest oh, thing. Old people know. say the darndest thing. I had to go, anyway, nan, I'm, I have to go now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my lip <laughs> bleeding from how hard I've been biting it. Um yeah, awful. So Cliff's a bit like that, basically. Yeah, probably a bit more like like mine now than yours. Yeah, to be honest. Arguably, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> arguably, but we don't know. We don't know, do we? Anyway, that would have been enough for us to be like brilliant. Cliff Hilarious. talking about artificial insemination. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. But it all kicked off on the twentieth of November when he went on this morning with Dermot O'Leary, Alison Hammond, 
and Sarah Ferguson. Classic. Fergie. Fergie. Prince Andrew's mm. ex. Yep. And ex she... Black Eyed Peas vocalist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 She, she's ex, had an interesting ex, life. Man, ex manager of Manchester United. Yep. Um, Sarah Ferguson really seemed to like Cliff, but then I suppose if you spend most of your time married to a nonce, <laughs> you can't say I'm that, that yeah. surprised by that. To You're be used honest. to it. But You're used to it. What is Sarah Ferguson doing presenting this morning? Um, what is that about? I don't know. I don't know, Steve. I think I, I don't really watch terrestrial telly these days. Like everything I watch mm. tends to be on streaming or YouTube or whatever. Um, I guess I'm just out of touch. Just watch Ben Shapiro's YouTube channel mostly, don't you? Yeah, yeah, with the old Jordan Peterson debate thrown in, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get both sides of the argument. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what most uh, get. You don't don't get the mainstream. Nah, None of that white get... liberal bullshit. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, and then I watch anyway. the clown posse video to to calm down. Yes, after. yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know why Sarah Ferguson was a was a present. Just they were like, ha ha. Look, it's a former member of the royal family being given present duties on a terrible ITV morning show, magazine show. But Cliff Richard is here. Anyway, he basically admitted, I say admitted, he basically told everyone that the album was just the original voice recordings and they'd just taken all the backing tracks away and added strings to it. So, you know, as we've established kind of already, he's done fuck all here. He's done absolutely mm -hmm. fuck all for this album. He's done absolutely fuck all. He then moans in this interview about EMI America, because they didn't want We Don't Talk Anymore or Devil Woman as singles. And he's like, oh, they're idiots, aren't they? And they're like, oh, they're fucking idiots, stupid EMI American morons. And he just thinks, well, mate, at the time... fat Americans. Stupid. Because we know he hates fat people, doesn't he? Blubber-brained morons, right? It's like, mate, they had Elvis and fucking Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder and the Jacksons around this time. They don't need... And Billy Joel, do you know what I mean? Like, They don't need you when you were poking around. No. They're not going to hear that and go... Oh yeah, we got that. that's going to be the biggest. Like, he did all right. I've looked at the fucking chart positions of them. He did, did all right. He, you know, that was his biggest hits in the US. And he's mm -hmm. going, oh, they didn't want them. They didn't want them. And then he had to, and it apparently basically begged Elton John to like uh, release them for him. And they became kind of sort of hits in America. Right. And now he's like, yeah, they're fucking, they're fucking idiots. Oh, fucking <laughs> show them. <laughs> fucking thriller. Real bitterness. Nah. <laughs> Such a bitterness. In his voice when he talks about <laughs> the record, like he fucking hates it, but he saves his bitterness um, for another man. He admits he's not a dancer, by the way. They go, "Oh, you going out on tour? How do you do it?" And he's like, "Well, I don't dance like I used to, but I'm, I'm not. A I'm not really a dancer. Came naturally. Hey, well, you know, dancing of, came naturally. Yeah, a bit of magnanimity. That's what I've always liked about Cliff. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they go, "Oh, you're very thin, aren't you?" <laughs> And he basically, this is, I think I've discovered through doing this podcast that Cliff Richard has an eating disorder. I think he definitely does. I mean that in, like, we've been kind of like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I genuinely think he might have an eating disorder because he says he has one meal a day and he, some, day, some days he'd have a yogurt a day. Not yogurt as well. He says a yogurt. You're you fucking, you're English, mate. You've just been slagging He's off He's sold America. out. He's sold out, hasn't he? Don't, yeah. don't say yogurt when you're from England. Don't leave the and... letter U out of words. No. No. Yogurt. Yogurt, yeah. Pathetic. Yeah. Um, and then that's when we get to the infamous quote mm. that has been following Cliff, Cliff around. Now, we did speak about this on the weekly show because it was a big story, wasn't it? Was. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a weirdly big story. He 
was talking about Elvis. Um, he was asked if he wanted a picture with Elvis after he met him. Mm. And he said to the people who were offering him this photo with Elvis, can we put it off? Because he put on a lot of weight. And I thought if I'd had a picture take with him and it's hanging on my fridge, he's got to look, he's got to look good. Then, of course, he died. Mm. Finally, some positives to Elvis dying, I suppose, at least. He didn't have to have no his photo taken with Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> no, no photographic evidence of him and Cliff Richard <laughs> together. Um, he says, if you're a fan of someone, you get the chance to meet them. Meet them, even if they have put on weight. <laughs> even if they're fat. Good good advice, <laughs> yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Good. I never thought, I never considered that before. No. I'd never considered going, oh, I respect you as an artist, mm. but I don't want my photo taken with you because I feel like you don't go to the gym. It, it, absolutely weird. It just, I mean, again, like, He's clearly got some kind of weird eating disorder. Because he eats a yogurt a day or a yogurt. We'll get into something else that he does in a little bit. And then he's going, oh, don't take your picture with fat people. Never take your picture with fat people. Even if it's fucking Elvis Presley. The nerve of this guy to completely steal Elvis's entire fucking look and sound and everything back when he started his career. Mm. And to become this kind of shitty, pasty British milk toast version of Elvis Presley. And then when he actually meets the guy who is, I would say, almost entirely responsible for his career, he goes, You're looking a bit fat, mate, aren't you? Mm. Looking a bit fat. You're looking a bit of a blobby, fat fuck stuck in your hotel room in Vegas. You slovenly get. <laughs> slovenly munching on burgers. You'll be lucky to have a photo taken with me. I'm about to release Wired for Sound. <laughs> That's what everyone will remember. Like, no, they I've, might remember Rock. I've got a song on Xanadu, mate. What have you ever done? <laughs> Nothing, so don't. Uh, yeah. Fucking bastard. I remember hearing about this and my immediate reaction was, wow, I mean, Cliff, you're you're not fit to lick the shits from the bowl of the toilet that Elvis died on, mate. You should be fucking grateful to have been allowed near him. Yeah. I know. What a wanker. I know, it's mad. What a wanker. I do wonder um, if... You know, because he's saying, you know, it doesn't matter if you're going to meet your heroes, even if they are a bit, you know, fat at the time. Has he ever spoken about David Bowie post the Thin White Duke, or is he too fat for him? (laughs) He's too fat, isn't he? That's what he's like. Bowie just wanted his photo taken with Cliff Richards so much. He was like, well, I'm not eating ever. So I'm I'm worthy of having my photograph taken with Cliff Richards. That's why he went Van Morrison, forget it. (laughs) Fuck off, Van. Fuck off, Van Morrison. Not you. Dennis Russo's got no chance. Screaming trees, Lanigan can stay. The rest of you, fuck off. We'll have the heroin one. Yep. The rest of you fat bastards, fuck off. What a cunt. What, what, absolute, what absolute cunt is crazy <laughs> saying that. It's so bad. And like, and again, like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm not shaming Alison Hammond at, at all, but Alison Hammond is a, a large she's a lady. lady yeah. She still looks good. She looks really good. I think mm. she looks good. I think she's a very attractive lady, but she's a, she's a larger lady. And, um, and, you know, I think she's she said that a few times. She's openly admitted that over the years, and she sat right there mm. while he's going. Oh, you know, if someone's fat, <laughs> it's okay. Know, don't don't you don't have to treat them like cattle or a bit of shit on the bottom of your shoe. <laughs> she's going. Oh, really? Thanks. That's really good of you. Yeah. yeah and he's like, oh, it's it's just it's fucking awkward. Alison Hamish goes, you know, like, and she's like, oh, that's probably why I don't get invited to any of your parties. And he just sort of goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even go oh no well i don't mean he's not even embarrassed about it at all is it yeah. it's not like he goes oh no no that that kind of came out wrong and of course Alison, you look lovely and you know he doesn't do that he just goes yeah yeah no i wouldn't have you, you wouldn't i mean 
wouldn't have you around. I couldn't get I, enough volivons. <laughs> no, I, I wish someone was here holding my nose for me so I didn't have to breathe in the same fat air as you. Like, he's... <laughs> He don't give a fuck. I wish I was blind so I didn't have to see all the fat people around me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, again, the recording of this record, we have no real knowledge on how that came about. And I suspect since these are old vocals, neither does Cliff. No. I'm not sure he even knew why he was sitting on that sofa, to be honest. Well, uh, I think, yeah, he did, he did those Instagram reels that you've been uh, fervently sending me this morning, which is great fun. I'm sure yeah. we'll get into them. I think the only bit of studio time was, yeah, for videography, because I've recently changed back to Spotify, and Spotify has this full screen thing where it'll have a, you know, kind of a moving image yeah. behind it. And it's just a quite <laughs> bewildered looking Cliff kind of waving it's really <laughs> strange and it's only a three second loop so they can't have even filmed for that long but no yeah. I, I, I think they probably I mean, filmed is... for about as long as they spent designing the album artwork i think they did i mean i don't think he even knows this has been released i don't think no. he knows why i think if it wasn't for the chance of him to shit on a dead old fat man i doubt he'd even bother promoting it to be perfectly honest well, uh, you know, you, i do you, know music journalism it's got to have a hook it can't just be this album's really good it's like no we've got yeah. promoted by me cussing out elvis it's the only way it was ever gonna the, sell the the only way so the producer and composer is a guy called chris waldron who is a seven-time grammy nominee who has arranged for the likes of michael buble jennifer hudson diana crowell and more people nothing funny about that he also did the arrangements for the american idol show whenever they had kind of orchestral stuff on mm -hmm. that nothing really funny about him to be honest sam just seems like someone who's quite good at their job yeah and has risen to a certain level so uh but i suspect that this is basically all his work I would so think so. It's I, him. I also think he probably wasn't paid particularly handsomely because I'm kind of surprised that he's got that, you know, that esteemed a CV because I think a lot of this sounds quite cheap. It does. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think this is sounds like the sort of thing that someone like him would knock up in It'd a couple of days. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Like, here are the vocals. Can you just get an orchestra in? Can you get them to do a cheap, quick, slightly different? And he's gone, oh, okay, well... I'll make it a bit more country. I'll mm. make it sound like Julio Iglesias. I'll just go zin, 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 over some bits. Yeah. Is that all right? And they've gone, yeah, they'll but his fans will literally buy fucking anything. They'll buy anything. Fine. Yeah. So um Cliff also did Six Nights at the Hammersmith Apollo as part of the Blue Sapphire Tour. Uh, I found a great resource for Cliff Richard's stuff. Uh, the Twitter account at Sir Cliff News, who post basically post random videos from the past all over the Twitter account. And the one, when I was doing this, um, they <laughs> posted a video which titled, have you tasted Sir Cliff's gravy yet? Oh. Are we back to the artificial insemination chat? <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. a video of him make, again, on this morning, but this time with Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield. I was like, skinny oh, people, skinny good, people, that's fine. Skinny people. You can talk about food and, now. Yeah, skinny people and Philip Schofield, obviously someone who Cliff happy to be in the same room with him yes uh but not with elvis presley that's so let's i'm sure he didn't i'm sure he knew i'm sure it wasn't an open secret in the industry i'm sure um and uh yeah it's philip schofield it's it's his gravy again this uh, this eating disorder thing you get more and more evidence from it mm. because his gravy is just putting octo cubes in hot water that's stock that's not a gravy <laughs> 
and then he, and then he That's how I make pasta. I wouldn't call and that then a gravy. He, <laughs> then he chops up some onions. Right. And he puts it in the hot water and then he stirs it. And he says of his gravy, it's like wine or art or pop music. You either like it or you don't. Well, I mean, there we go. Subjectivity profound, defined. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well done, Cliff. That is a profound thing to say, isn't it? What? How is gra- how is gravy? I, how is gravy like art or wine or pop music? How are any of that? I mean, art and pop music, sure. Wine? You can say that about anything. Yeah. It's like sheds. It's like sheds. And, and shed shorts seven. and and plastic uh fruit. Mm. You either like it or you don't. <laughs> Loads of bread. And <laughs> yeah. sellotape. You either like it or it's not. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like bread and sellotape and cordless vacuum cleaners. Yeah. You either like them or you don't. And that's like, that's what gravy's like, isn't it? <laughs> Unwritten Christmas cards or a, a, a tub of Vaseline. I'm just looking at things on my desk. <laughs> that's yeah. what gravy's like yeah 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 it's like going crabbing or uh, uh umbrellas or <laughs> or drinking squash or pubic lice you either like it or you don't <laughs> yeah just like we gravy. could do just this like gravy. for ages yeah. just like gravy just like boiling the stock cube and <laughs> sticking an onion in it i i would if i'd have heard that as alison hammond i think i'd be quite glad not to go around this for christmas <laughs> yeah i know it reminds me of you know who he's friends with or was friends with uh Scylla black oh yeah Scylla oh, okay. black of course famously dipped an orange in an oxo cube and was like oh this is my favorite treat when i was a kid it's like fucking hell rationing was was long gone yeah. by the time there is no excuse like, there's no i mean i suppose they were they grew up in that period after the war where food was you know still considered something of a luxury mm. and so the luxury items they might have had oxo stock cubes oxo yes. stock cubes and oranges would have been <laughs> yeah would have been as far as that would have felt like yeah but i do think you know Cilla black was saying that a good sort of 10 15 years ago cliff that clip looks like i mean from the state of his skin it must have only been <laughs> i think actually some of his skin falls in the gravy which actually gives, makes it more like gravy yeah. than it would have been if he hadn't have done that um yeah uh there's also um yeah go and have a look at, at sir cliff news they recently tweeted he's on the front cover of women's weekly cool happy christmas yes yeah so there you go but it wouldn't be a cliff richard album release without an accidentally hilarious video promoting the album you said sam there's been a few instagram shorts cliff this time not stood by a fireplace no with a, a record player with all the christmas decorations around him oh no instead wearing some sort of bizarre gold lame suit just like a packet of <laughs> 20 super kings from the, 90, <laughs> from the 90s in what looks like the biggest like like a bond villain's lair yeah right like a is. massive fucking lair he's in <laughs> with nothing in it just one chair just him on one chair in the middle of this fucking gargantuan room it's like the end like... of there will be blood Cliff <laughs> no, Richard going crazy in his private bowling alley this is Christmas he's invited all of his friends over but they're all dead unfortunately they're it doesn't matter there's dead. only one chair anyway <laughs> there's only or one sometimes they were going to do they were, they were going to do uh 
what's it called when you go around musical chairs with Cilla Black and Olivia Newton-John just Cliff walking around their dead bodies and then sitting down every time Mistletoe wine stops and at the end he wins uh, he wins a yoghurt he unwraps a yoghurt and like eats it anyway um, oh dear yeah he was uh, sat in a massive room the old Cliff Christmas party in full swing and he says, hi, it's Cliff. My new album, Cliff with Strings, My Kind of Life, again, jiggles his hands. Yeah, got to do the jazz hands. the hands up yeah. in the air thing. Is available now on CD and all streaming platforms. And he says CD and all streaming platforms. He nearly sounds like he knows what those things are, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I like the bit he where he nearly... says digitally in the middle as well. Yeah. <laughs> digitally <laughs> on all streaming platforms. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, go on, Cliff. What's a streaming platform? He wouldn't have any fucking clue, would he? Yep. He wouldn't know what it is. No. He'd call it... I was going to say artificial. He's already said artificial insemination. He'd call it that and, anyway. Um, he'd call it Limited and then he does another one. And there's another one which says the same thing. And he says, now it's available on vinyl. Now, click the my link. question is you... Click the link. That's the bit I like. Click the link. <laughs> click the link, please. <laughs> I really need your help. I think... I don't understand why that's two videos. No. Surely you can say CD, vinyl, digitally, and streaming platforms all in one vinyl. My my suspicion here, Sam, is that Cliff has forgotten to say vinyl in the first video. And they've gone, oh, you forgot to say vinyl. Shall we do it again? And he's gone, no. I'm not doing it again. I did it right. Yeah. <laughs> they've gone, no, you, didn't, you, did, you didn't say vinyl. And he went, don't care. I did it right. I did what you told me to do. I'm not doing it again. And they went, okay, well, can we do another one where you say vinyl? And he's gone, yes. But just admit that I did it right yep. first time. That's what's happened there, isn't it? I think it's part of a staggered release strategy. You get the CD punters in first and everybody waiting for the LP because, you know, vinyl collection is uh, much more fashionable these days. So double dipping. Yeah. Like he did last year with Christmas with Cliff having that Happy New Year song on it as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah Doubling up. True, yeah, yeah. Doubling up. Right, anyway, so there you go. An that empty is... mansion without selling two <laughs> Lots copies of records. Of records. Two, yeah. two separate copies yeah. to a doddery old fan base who are it's going to be a lot of people buying this record for other people yes i think mm. as we're going to discover as we get to the reviews because um it's not really any reviews of I, this album I'm, enemy I haven't surprised. really bothered enemy haven't bothered rolling stone haven't bothered metal hammer haven't bothered oh, um they like sleep taken though, don't they? Well, well John, you dropped the ball there, Jonathan Seltzer. Let me tell you that for free. Um, yeah, they've, no, there's not really anyone who's reviewed this album, but I did find that they've not all been made up for. Not Pitchfork, not Pitchfork, no. Stereo Mojo Gum, didn't give it No, no, mm. no. Uh, well, maybe. I couldn't did, find yeah. it though. I think they probably did. The lead review I could find was from a site called This Is Dig. Oh. I don't know much about that. Okay. But the bloke who reviewed it has written... About 4,000 words in this album. <laughs> Absolutely mad get. He honestly spends about 1,000 words describing what didn't happen on the album, but what he thought he thought was going to happen Blimey. on the album. There's a, this is a very specific kind of Leicester anecdote. There's a, there's a bloke, um, a very nice man, who will rename, remain nameless, who mm. frequents the Leicester pub scene, and he's very, very sweet, but... All of his stories are about things that haven't happened. So it's always <laughs> the bus that he didn't get or the train that he could have got, but he wasn't going that way anyway. That's Sounds this. a bit like that. Yeah. 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 What's this bloke's yeah. name? 
Has he got a screen name uh, or is it just a, a user? I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't write it down. Oh, I'm not going to Google it again. On. All right, I can't be by my name. I'm, see, he's a much better journalist than me because he wrote a thousand words and going, Cliff, when I heard Cliff was doing an album with strings, mm. I thought, cool, maybe he can do this song, which is not the album, <laughs> and he can do it like a space mountain, blah, 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 blah. And he goes on and on and on. I'm like, come on, mate. Come on, get to the actual review. No, I think you should make Don't your next... review what is the album doesn't sound like, but what you'd make it sound like. Make your next Metal Hammer cover feature like that. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking to... Lorna Shaw. Yeah. Lorna Shaw, they, they didn't do a deathcore I'd cover like of it Planet if Earth they by Duran Duran. But better if they songs. did do it, they could go on like... The bass line would be the same, but he'd go, la, 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 planet Earth, over the top of it. That would be, And then he'd go, boo, 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 boo. that would be good, wouldn't it? It's anyway, exactly like that. Anyway, I'm going to get on with this because we're spending longer talking about what is fucking out. We're doing a This Is Dig, in. yeah. I know. All albums of makeovers face a particular problem. You're hearing the familiar in an unfamiliar setting. Ooh. Fans may prefer original versions simply because that's how they've always heard them and loved them. This is cracking insight. Mm. I never knew that. <laughs> um, but Cliff with Strings, My Kind of Life, is not an exercise in spreading pre-loved material further and more thinly. It's stretching the limits of these songs, looking for and finding extra possibilities within them. He's talking about it like it's a fucking Sun-O album. <laughs> it's like when Tool did Str- Opiate 2. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's a reimagining. <laughs> the track that provides half the album's title is not the only song which is arguably superior in this context. There is proper creativity at work here, and Cliff's selections are as imaginative as they are commercially astute. Cliff's strings, My Kind Life, can be enjoyed without reservations, despite having strings attached. Oh, that's that that's killer. Nice. He is now my favourite music journalist, that man. <laughs> nice. Nice. But do you know what? As usual, Sam, mm. the real quality is not found in hoity toity music publications. Don't turn and to they're the out metropolitan of elite. Yeah, they're out of touch music journalists who don't reflect what the people really think. Yeah. No, it's over at Amazon.co.uk where anyone and everyone can put their thoughts and feelings down about said album. Yeah. And I have to say, it is a mixed bag. Oh. According to Amazon.co.uk, it is a mixed bag in terms of people's feelings about this record and even some people's feelings not about this record, just about Amazon but, I mean, as usual. The, the best art, like gravy, is divisive. <laughs> you either like it or you don't. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what Amazon UK. You either like them or you don't. You either like them or you don't. Yep. Um, so let's go through a few of them. A few of the bad ones first. On a whim on the 5th of December, gave the album a one-star review and titled his review, So Bad. He says, what's not to like? Well, everything. Cliff is cheesy at the best of times, but this is excruciating pap on another level. Sometimes pop celebrities really need to take a long, hard look at themselves and ask the question, why? Why do they want to push out this sort of inane material does it do anything for their credibility <laughs> cliff is a wrinkled thin shadow <laughs> of his former self i don't think no pun intended yeah, yeah. shadow but yeah. uh and needs to stop pretending that he still has it he hasn't got it anymore and carrie doesn't live there either give up the fake tan and hair dye cliff and accept the fact you're well past the sell-by date and only amazon's continual pushing of this dreadful album got any sales at all avoid like the plague that's quite a kick in that is uh yeah i i 
on par with our kind of level of ire for the chain smokers, I fear. He's really annoyed, yeah. isn't he? But articulate. He's actually quite a good review. Nice. Um, I mean, gets a bit personal. No need for that. Yeah. Don't, don't says to, lower says yourself. Says two people who said that he sleeps in a coffin about 10 minutes ago. Go on, I need to get personal with this weird sort of insect, bug, human, alien thing that sleeps in a coffin. The man with the terrific arms. <laughs> but yeah, come on, mate, you're out of order. You're out of order on a whim. Don't stoop to call him level. thin. Calling him thin and a shadow of his former self. Insinuating that he uses hair dye. You're out of order, mate. You're just jealous. (laughs) I like the way that he's gone. If it wasn't for Amazon, Cliff Richard wouldn't be big. That's the one thing. No one would buy buy this. Fucking Bezos. Fucking fucking Bezos has made Cliff Richard big. (laughs) I don't think it's just Amazon, mate. No. Uh, (laughs) but luckily to redress the balance there are lots of five star reviews as well V Oliver in their five star review titled New Cliff CD said excellent five star product the goods arrived before the allotted time and were well packaged the goods were exactly as described by the seller and gave an excellent finish to the job I have no complaints or problems with the overall standard of this product again if I could have one wish it would be that people knew that when you review things on Amazon, you're not reviewing Amazon. Review the... That's the a review for Amazon. purchased, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> review the actual... Pro- the last one, he didn't like it, but it didn't, at least he reviewed it. Yeah. Why are you reviewing Amazon? I don't understand. Who thinks that you're meant to review Amazon when you buy something from Amazon? Thick people. Thick people? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Only thick people. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the classic chestnut of the old CD sleeve was a problem again. We've had this before, haven't we? Oh, God. We've had this before. When will it end? Mm. A three-star review from an Am- from Amazon customer titled Good But... Dot, 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 says, mm. I have been a long-time fan of Cliff. My first EP was Express- Expresso Bongo. Don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, and once again, Cliff has given us a truly wonderful collection. However, like the majority of companies, the use of a jewel case has become a thing of the past. I contacted Sir Cliff's website to express my disappointment at how the release was just issued in a card sleeve. I was told, in bold, mm. told, not informed by someone. <laughs> I was told, not informed by someone <laughs> claiming to be Sir Cliff's PA that they had a meeting to decide on what sleeve to use. Well, I'm sure they did. Yes. I'm sure that happened. Let's get the Don't cheapest one. Don't disbelieve that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a load of so this... that's going to sit in fucking stockings. Hmm. So the decision was to use a cheap card sleeve as a jewel case added to the problem of pollution. I am aware of the problem with plastics and pollution. Right. So you understand why they did it then? Yeah. Okay. One thing this PA failed to mention was that CDs cannot be recycled due to the mix of aluminium and plastic and a very large percentage of plastics can. So what are we to do when our CDs have all been scratched because of rough cardboard sleeves? Be content with downloads? I don't think so. (laughs) Don't need your newfangled streaming services. So this is basically one of those people who throw Just Stop Oil off the road, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the fucking road. 
fucking just a while. Like, getting really angry. Yeah. yeah, they had a meeting. As if they had a meeting about cardboard sleeves. I don't believe it. Don't no, try and pull the wall over my fob, eyes. Fob me off with the old hole. It's better for the environment if we just use cardboard sleeves. Well, what happens when I throw all my... <laughs> I randomly decide to just throw all my CDs away. Then what? Then what are you going to do? Burn all my oh, yeah, rubbish in a right. pile. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah, show exactly. them. I don't really know what this person's getting at, but I do like that the cardboard sleeve has once again caused such consternation. Mm. Um, someone called Preshi gave it four stars before actually listening, saying, listening to it, saying, <laughs> not played it yet, but as always, it will be great. I know. Why not wait until you've actually listened to it and then review it? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to review the new Tool album. I'm tomorrow. Gonna review for it yeah. now. I'm gonna, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, it, it's in, good in the next, like, it's coming out in five years time it's, got, it's really good it's really well good. good not as good as 10,000 days but like really good yeah yeah, yeah. but good drumming <laughs> I know it will be bass tones good really good yeah. um, and again you know like this is why normal people are better than music journalists because Sharon in her five star review titled good said good just, just put good twice succinct I appreciate it yeah, I mean, look, you know, now I know. I don't yeah. need any more information. That, I don't do need I? And now 20, I know it's good. I don't need 28 words on the Callis Dowboy's latest EP. I just need no. good. Good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, arguably, you could have taken one of the goods off, couldn't you? Mm. She's actually, it's even probably still too long. Yeah. One word review, good, mm. would be fine. Somebody called Diddles gave it five star and named their review Great Christmas Gift. It says, bought this as a birthday present for a cliff super fan and she popped it on when i was there so we cracked open a little bottle of plonk and dived in oh, yeah. at first i didn't know if some of the arrangements sounded a little amateurish and i was thinking if it ain't broke cliff plus the cynic in me would think that cliff is starting to cash in on christmas a little now <laughs> what stone the crows did <laughs> you're kidding you. who now, that has never crossed my mind before, I have to say, Sam. It has never crossed my mind that Cliff Richard, a man with four fucking Christmas number one singles, three Christmas albums, endless fucking Christmas songs, might be starting to cash in on Christmas. Is nothing sacred. I think that's sacred. outrageous. Is nothing that, sacred. I think that's an outrageous <laughs> thing to say. I think that's an absolutely outrageous... You take that back, Diddles. You ta how dare you question cliff richard's commitment to his art that just happens to come out on the the, the the 9th of december every single year with him dressed as a fucking bauble stood in front of a christmas tree how dare how dare you insinuate that this man is somehow using christmas for his own means disgusting you better sleep with one eye open diddles or put it that, way, <laughs> that, is that is an unbelievable that is an unbelievable thing to say just go this such a cynical world we live in honestly Where's the Honestly. love, man? Where's the love? Anyway, if they break, plus it could be like, think the clip is starting to cash in on Christmas a little now. But then the realist in me saw the complete joy on my friend's face as each song started, and she started to guess what song it was. We played a little bit of song roulette. We didn't look at the track list before putting it on. We only knew that it was a collection of his hits. We kept on waiting for Don't Talk to Him to come on, but you can't knock a coconut down every time. That disappointment aside, we had a lovely afternoon listening to some of Cliff's tracks in a different light. And I actually think Cliff should start to cash in on Christmas. Oh, right. <laughs> you changed your tune. You've changed your tune, haven't you? 
Oh, maybe you should. I'd say that's a good idea. That's a good marketing strat- strategy. You've gone from very cynical, but now going, do you know what? Actually, there's something in this. <laughs> maybe I he might do quite well. Maybe he should. Yeah, he might do quite well. Probably a bit late in his career uh, to start doing it now, I would say. Yeah, I mean, he's missing no one's, no one's going to expect it. Yeah, no one. We just don't associate him with Christmas at all, do we? No. So it'd be too late no. to do that. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> Uh, I actually think Cliff should start to cash in on Christmas, as it's been as it's just been raised. This is an actual perfect Cliff. As it's just been raised, but you, <laughs> like, as it's just been raised. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you were saying about no, no, I, I, no, you. Anyway, this is an actual perfect Christmas present for the Cliff fan who would seem to have everything except <laughs> its album. I mean, that is how album releases work. You know, you can have yeah. all the things prior to the new one coming out. Yeah, we decided to release our album again. <laughs> like Led Zeppelin. He's not Led Zeppelin, is he? Keep on releasing the same album all the time. No. Uh, uh, and then, you know, the ideas keep coming. The ideas keep coming, Sam. Diddles is an idea person. I'd love to see an accompanying ITV1 Clifford Strings Christmas special. And the icing on the cake would be duets with Sheridan Smith on The Best of Me and, <laughs> and Gary Barlow in We Don't Talk Anymore. Uh, fine, sure. That's a, a strange pick, breakup. But, it's um, a break. It's a breakup song, isn't it? it we is, don't yeah, talk yeah. anymore. I thought it was uh, when he's been asked if he sp- still speaks to Oggy. <laughs> he says no, we don't talk anymore. Cliff enters his eighty-fourth year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Cliff enters his eighty-fourth year soon, and he gives the likes of Jagger and McCartney a run for their money. And why not? <laughs> why not? What man wouldn't? Um, I like that review. I like it a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Fucking a lot going on. Yeah. And it's nice to see a sort of beginning, middle and end, mm. really, isn't there? Yes. Because it starts off quite cynical. Very cynical when yeah, you get to yeah. the cliff cashing at Christmas bit. And then it kind of is one round. Mm. And then you get ideas as well. You go, well, this is where we go going forward. It's the classic reckon, hero's you know, tale absolutely brilliant great review so this went into the uk charts at number five number seven in scotland but you probably want to know number 21 in hungary yeah and number 144 on the lucrative belgian album <laughs> chart that we all care so much about yeah so there you go i mean it, it, impossible market to crack because too unlimited it is difficult know. yeah they're already there <laughs> yeah they're dutch actually but whatever um well, no, he's anyway dutch. they're belgian aren't they i think they're both are they not dutch i think they're both dutch i'm gonna look this up now do it uh while you're doing that i can li- just tell you uh on the, on the subject of amazon.co.uk uh price check xanadu on blu-ray 5.99 5.99 yeah. great available with prime so <laughs> prime. Uh, they are a belgian dutch dance act so split the difference uh, yeah they, they did actually they were founded in Antwerp so mm. anyway but anyway enough about that Sam can you top the reviews of Amazon.co.uk and tell me what do you think of Cliff with Strings My Kind of Life well it's a bit of a weird one <laughs> because as, as someone in that review said you know there, there's um in fact, I think it was Diddles, our good friend Diddles. Um, I can I can understand why he would mm-hmm. be a Cliff Richard fan with a name like yep, that. Nominative determinism, isn't it? Um, as he said, um, it's weird getting songs that you are familiar with because, like, well, basically, having lived my entire life in the UK, I have heard most of these songs many, many times over. 
know them mm-hmm. reasonably well. I'm not going to stick them on. They're, they're probably all box bees. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, not all of them. Not all of them, no. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, to then have these quite cheap sounding rushed arrangements, it, yeah, it feels very slapdash. And I think the fact that there might be two fairly recent vocal recordings on it, it does say that this is a cynical Christmas cash-in. There's a couple of songs that I don't actually How mind. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm happy to be crucified for my beliefs take me to the hague there's a couple of um arrangements that i do actually quite like within this i think marmaduke which apparently was a bonus track on the re-release of uh stronger i think that's mm. all right it's got a little bit of a kind of honky tonk home down country feel a bit like the title yeah, track, which i don't like but there's there's a nice little gallop to it a nice little swing and i don't think cliff sounds awful on that one because do you like when he goes, Marmaduke, have you seen your brother Luke? They took him off to fight a war. Together we will laugh no more. Uh-huh. I like the bit where he says, train, choo-choo-choo-choo. <laughs> that bit's good. Yeah. Like, like he's in fucking Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah. Why are you doing train, choo I mean, he did, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's in the original, but yeah. hilarious. I mean, that, that bit's all right. Uh, I, I, conversely, though, I don't like the hoedown feel of my kind of life. I think that is awful and uh, i think it hits on the inherent it's problem. better than anything classic rock have re- recommended to me this year i've got to be oh, honest fair enough i mean i've not looked through their top 20 i'll be honest but fine <laughs> but i think that my kind of life the track on this album really highlights the inherent problem with this album because he's been slagging elvis off recently and mm. a country bumpkinized version of my kind of life doesn't work in the same way that like a little less conversation worked really well when it was remixed by Junkie XL. So yeah, I think we know. Uh, maybe next year's Cliff album should be with Junkie XL to really settle the debate as to who's better. Too unlimited, I think. Cash in yeah. on, get him up on them, that Belgian chart a bit more. I reckon, yeah. I mean, on tap market, isn't it? Um, it definitely is. I mean, other than that, it basically just kind of moves between being really fucking boring and really shit. I think my least favourite moment <laughs> on the entire album is Summer Holiday. Because the original already had fucking strings on it, you daft twat. <laughs> it's that, crap, and it? That one that is, Summer that, Holiday That one's definitely a re-recorded vocal performance. It is that one, and I believe Living Doll. <laughs> They're definitely re-recordings, because you can tell he sounds about 80 years older than he did on the Shadows version. Absolutely fucking shit. Um, mm. Quite like the young ones, just because... It made me think I'm gonna watch the young ones later, but uh, yeah, I think I think there's some. Right Did you really? Watching. I hated that. I mean, I I think that terrible flamenco guitar. He sounds like a sort of bad cockless Julio Iglesias. Rubbish, absolutely rubbish. I only liked it because it reminded me that I'm gonna watch the young ones later. Okay, he does a sort of Sinatra swing version of Living Doll. I mean, that's generous. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he's trying to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, he loses shit at the end of Wired for Sound. So I think Wired for Sound is quite good. I mean, it's not as good as the original. No. But, I mean, it does actually sound like cheesy 70s pop with all the orchestration. I think it's got quite an interesting little bass line underneath it as well. And I actually quite like the song. Um, don't hate me for liking a Cliff Richard song. It's fine. Um, I like it. The I like tall speakers, wall speakers. Most of all, I like loud speakers. <laughs> Truly spoken like Lemmy. Yes. He is basically absolutely. like, now Lemmy's gone. Don't worry. We've got Cliff Richard <laughs> keeping the volume up high. <laughs> uh, on on that uh, he also does a cover this is a, my collection of all my biggest hits and then he does everything I do I do it for you yeah. I think he's become so senile that he genuinely thinks he's written every <laughs> song ever 
my my biggest problem with everything I do, I do it for you, as covered by Sir Cliff Richard. Mm-hmm. There is such a thing as too much diction. I know Lin- Till Lindemann yeah. can get away with it, but like he he can yeah. let the lyrics roll a little bit more. It's 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 weird. When he weirdly says, precise. No, no, don't tell yeah. me it's not worth dying for. That is too I much. Do. No. Yes. Yeah. Much, pretty much. bad. Um, what do you think is suddenly? Because obviously the big talking point from this mm. is the duet with Olivia Newton-John from Xanadu, uh, which I actually think is quite a nice 70s pop song, uh, um, even though, you know, cashing in on dead Olivia Newton-John's yeah. grave, you bastard. There was a video I found of the two of them doing it together from about, from probably from, well, it says 2015. Yeah, 2015 is when they originally did it. And there's a video of the two of them doing it. And it's funny because Cliff, particularly now, like he looks really old now, but yeah. he's been looking really old for about 20 years. Yeah. Right? He's been yeah. looking really old and doddery for about 20 years. And Olivia Newton-John kind of looked incredible mm. throughout her entire life. So you see this video, the two of them together. And I think Olivia Newton-John was obviously younger than Cliff Richard anyway. Mm. Um, and even though she was, you know, getting towards the end of, well, no, I mean, she would have lived for another seven years, I guess, but you know, she was a little bit older. She was quite young when she died. Um, but seeing them doing that <laughs> that version, the version they do from the seventies, if you look at that, you go, Oh yeah, it's a slightly older man mm. with a quite quite a young woman and you know, if they're meant to be together, you're punching, mate. You're punching. Yes. But in this, you know, because Olivia Newton John still looks amazing and Cliff was, well, to uh, to quote Curb Dog on the turn <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um it looked like when Anna Nicole Smith married that old man. Do you remember Anna Nicole Smith, the Playboy pinup model in the nineties, married a ninety-five-year-old oil magnet? Yeah. Hey, it just looked like the that. The heart wants what it wants, man. The heart does what it wants. I think there's a few that I think are all right on here. Peace in our time is not good. It sounds no. like the opening to a sort of the opening song from an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical about Jesus being brought back to life in the 80s. I was going to say, I it's, hate it. It's too it's so deep it. and preachy and it tries to do a kind of rock and roll like snarl and swagger and there is mm. a bit in it where Cliff does a proper like, awful, yeah. awful. Um, I thought Carrie was all right. You get a bit of Spanish yeah. guitar. Yeah, Carrie's a lot. Sure, you need, right. but it is a it's a good song. Yes. Yeah, best of me is just sort of the opening one is just a sort of <sighs> bit of an orchestral swell to it. Yeah. I actually don't mind my kind of life. I think it's stupid as fuck, but I was jiggling my leg along to it. Quite like Wire for Sound. Don't like Living Doll. No. Do you quite like Marmaduke? I think Everything I think I Marmaduke's do. probably the best song on it for me. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that. I, well, I would actually my favourite because I think we don't talk anymore is a bit slower and more ploddy. Mm. But he gets right up there. You can go, oh, that's obviously an old vocal because he does do a proper like falsetto. Yeah, and clearly that falsetto sounded bad in 1979. Yep, probably did. But although we don't talk anymore, as you say, quite. I think it's quite a good album ender because it is. It's a big single, not his biggest hit, but you know, it's a big single, and it's got electric guitar and strings. So it's like the album torn, isn't it? It basically, yes, yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. Look, like this that. is bum. Of yeah. course it's bum. It yeah. sort of is bum. But the fact that there are a few good songs from Cliff's back catalogue and he isn't doing the vocals now, no. I think this is probably much better than I actually expected it to be. Yeah, I was fully... Yeah, I was, I was not I thought it was going to be an to utter car crash and it's just a Cliff Richard album. Yeah, it's just a cynical cash-in. Um, I would be interested to find out uh, why... Or when the vocal recordings for Living Doll and uh, what was the other one I said? Uh, Summer Holiday. When those recordings were made, because he sounds really fucking. He doesn't sound dissimilar to how he sounded on Christmas with Cliff last year. 
and I can only assume there's some kind of rights issue with um, the estate of the shadows or something that he wasn't allowed to use the original vocal recordings because well I think the original original vocal recordings would have been so old mm. and crackling they might not even might not exist yeah anymore, fair, no, fair. But so he probably might have had to do them. I mean, I'm assuming he must have done everything I do, I do it for you, which actually was written by Brian Adams mm. and Michael Kamen of oh. Metallica SM. There we go. So there you go. And uh, John Robert Mutlang. So yeah, Mutlang, Michael Kamen, and Brian Adams, not you, Cliff. Not <laughs> you. You didn't write it. <clears throat> but presumably that is a. A newer version, I think. I, I mean, I'm going so. to go on to the Wikipedia page. Funnily enough, it's not uh, there. The Cliff version <laughs> is not there. It's not one of the notable very, covers. Very, no, the Brandy version is though. Um, so you know, I think Cliff would be very happy about that. Probably be on to America EMI going. Why the fuck is the fucking Brandy version on there? Mine's not you pricks. But um, yeah, it's not. It's it's obviously not very good. No, this. no. and. Uh, you know, I, he he has sounded bad for again. I think it's probably you could probably go back to the early two thousands mm. where people were going, "Oh, he's really his voice is totally gone now. It's completely gone." I mean, think by two thousand, he was sixty three in two thousand three. Usually, when you're sixty three, you're probably not got a great voice anymore. I don't Do know. know what I mean? Bruce Dickinson's never sounded better. He's never sounded better. No. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, who knows when they recorded? But like, I, 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 they're probably not the the ones that are old, old, old ones. You do go, oh yeah, Cliff Richard used to be able to kind of sing. Yeah, yeah. he's got a decent voice on some of the the yeah, the ones where the vocals are lifted from the seventy nine through like eighty three recordings or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's all right, I guess, is what I would say. It's all right for a Clifford album. <laughs> I can pay it no higher compliment than that. Which means it's um, probably going in somewhere around number 60, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it hasn't been out that long, so we don't have very much in terms of an aftermath. But I will say this. Uh, Cliff Richard is going to be doing a BBC Radio 2 special. And in that special, he will be honouring the late Cilla Black. So avoid that kind <laughs> of fucking plague, I would suggest. Avoid that um, like an he's also that's been dicked in some oxo. We, if we'd have recorded this last week, like we said we were going yeah. to, we actually would have missed out on quite a bit of good stuff that's happened in the aftermath. Oh. Because we're recording this today, if you're listening to it the day it came out, on the 18th of December. On the 16th of December, a lot of Cliff stuff oh, for some reason. So um, he was on Saturday Kitchen with James Martin and it caused an actual boycott of the show, which started trending on Twitter. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because of what he said about Elvis. People were like, nah, like people are pissed. People wow. are pissed off about what he said on, and um, and he got it trending. People were apparently turning off in their droves. Uh, one user called Mel said, "Yeah, I'll pass." After his appearance on this morning, surprised he had his picture taken with anyone bigger than him, which is basically anyone slagging him off for having an eating disorder, which he definitely does have. He's only eating a yogurt a day. He's definitely got that. Like um, somebody called Mail We Machinist. <laughs> yeah. Someone on <laughs> yeah, that's the only person. Yeah. he's allowed to have his. Okay, no, when he was right. when he was in that. He's like, yeah, we'll do it when you're doing Batman. And Christian Bell's like, I'll be too fat. I'll be yeah. too fat when I'm Batman. I won't be able to do it. Well, Cliff was there when the played night uh, Batman Begins and just going, boo, boo. Lose some weight, lose, fatty. Nearly, <laughs> nearly, nearly. Cool. Imagine what happened when he played old uh, oh, Rumsfeld. Yeah. Not Rumsfeld. It wasn't Rumsfeld, no, was it? Dick Cheney. Did he play? Dick Cheney, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see you in Strasbourg. <laughs> anyway, um, we said Cliff Richard on James Martin. They showed a video of him dancing. Pure cringe, my God. He's 83. <laughs> Is he sticking up for it? I don't, I don't know. No. Um, Mike said, 
Things I'm learning from having James Martin on the background while I do chores. One, Cliff Richard is still alive, but barely. Two, his new album, original vocals with orchestral backing added, should not be played. Three, the video should be banned forthwith. And Stu said, nearly Christmas, so they've dug up Cliff Richard. His <laughs> annual parade on TV. Hashtag Saturday, Saturday James Martin. My eyes will never unsee Cliff Richard dancing. What was that? Um, so yeah, people were like sticking the boot into Cliff after he slagged off Elvis. Yeah. And... Um, that day as well, a bunch of magazines just decided to go hard on some Cliff Richard content, including OK Magazine. Who basically, their story was basically a bio of Cliff Richard. <laughs> just a fucking bio. Just going, and then he moved to that and then he had a hit. But it's the title, uh, the, the headline was Cliff Richard's staggering net worth revealed weeks after he caused uproar with fat Elvis comment. <laughs> Cliff Richard is currently causing controversy online after you made a comment about Elvis Presley's weight game on, on this morning. We take a look at the star's life, career, and net worth. I'll save you the time. It's eighty million pounds, by the way. Nice, pretty good, isn't it? He said he'd afford some furniture for his mansion. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's not like he's not like Michael Jackson buying everything. He's, not gonna buy, he's keeping he's keeping that. He's keeping it locked away. <laughs> I suspect quite a lot of that money goes to. It. To a lawyer, I would have thought <laughs> to his legal team. Um, Quite possibly. Well, you yeah. know, vampires are often wealthy as well. So. <laughs> yeah, they are, aren't they? Uh, but uh, weirdly, this is the weirdest one. The Daily Mirror posted a story also on the 16th of December detailing Cliff's love life. Oh, right? so let's get on this, right? This is interesting. This is Cliff Richards' mysterious love life from ruthless breakup to very famous girlfriend. <laughs> We take, a look at the, <laughs> yeah, we take a look at the mysterious love life of iconic crooner and longtime bachelor Sir Cliff Richard, who has been viewed as a bit of a, quote-unquote, enigma when it comes to matters of the heart. Maybe you could now, do the next album with Enigma if two Unlimited aren't about. Yeah, Maybe that'd be good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Enigma, yeah. yeah. Do a kind of Celtic version of <laughs> Summer Holiday. Mm. We're all going on Summer Holiday in a caravan in Craggy Island. That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? Um, so the one they mentioned, first of all, obviously, and the one that people mostly consider when they talk about Cliff Richard and whether or not he might be like a kind of sexless ape or whatever he is, <laughs> Sue, Sue Parker. That's the one I was talking about. I didn't know this. Apparently when he was friends, quote unquote, with Sue Barker, he was 41 and she was 25. Oh, steady. Careful now. I mean, You're I, not Leo DiCaprio. I've. I've done worse, to be fair. So let's just move on with that. And during a 2008 interview with the Mail Online, Sir Cliff claimed, I seriously contemplated asking her to marry me. But in the end, I realised I didn't love her quite enough to commit the rest of my life to her. There were no broken hearts. It goes on to say, Sue, who is now married to landscape gardener Lance Tankard. Lance Tankard sounds like someone from like L-Storm. I was going to say, he definitely (laughs) plays the main stage at Bloodstock, doesn't he? Maybe you text for them. <laughs> Lance Tankard. Lance Tankard. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. I hate the implication. But that, that's not a bad I, name to be Yeah. I mean, he's given up his piratey ways to become a landscape gardener. Lance, ah, why that sea were... life was too much for me. <laughs> Settle down with Sue. What if you put cells on the top of our... <laughs> Greenhouse, Lance. Ah, it'd be just be force a habit, me arties. You can take the boy out of Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> oh, sorry, anyway, sorry, Lance. That's actually that feel, not that the funniest really, bit. Of that the... feels unfair. I'm quite happy to call. 
Cliff Richard are fucking triffid, but <laughs> don't slag a blood cyclist. <laughs> don't you dare! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill you, Google Lance Tankard now. Lance Tankard. Sorry, Lance, if you're listening, it's not you. It's just the idea. Ah, oh, he's got a moustache. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't look very nautical. Oh. Uh, Sue Barker, her husband loves Tankard. Tennis career. Hmm. <clears throat> they met in Portugal. They met in Portugal, apparently. <laughs> what, what, does, what, what does people also ask? <laughs> they met what in does, Tortuga. <laughs> What does Lance I do for a living? He's a police officer. Hold on a second. That's the opposite. Hold on of a pirate. second. Hold on a second. It says he was. He says he was a, a landscape gardener a minute ago. Maybe he is a pirate. He doesn't look like one. Oh dear. Anyway, enough about, <laughs> enough about Lance. Thank God. Let me start that again. Sue. Who is married to landscape gardener, stroke policeman, Lance Tankard, <laughs> has previously expressed frustrations about Sir Cliff continually, quote unquote, harping on about a relationship <laughs> that she go, regarded as <laughs> regarded more as a friendship. So he's oh, going, oh, we nearly got married. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm Natalie Portman. <laughs> You're moping in, in this situation. <laughs> In her oh, 2022 autobiography, Calling the Shot, Sue, who believes Cliff has exaggerated the significance of their time together, wrote, I begged Cliff to have some respect for my marriage and stop mentioning me. It would have been so easy for him to say to any inquiring journalist, Sue is happily married to, to Lance Tankard now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it. <laughs> 20 years on, I'd still be reading comments from him such as, I didn't quite love her enough to marry her. And I'd think, he can't be talking about me, surely. It never got to that level. If someone had told me that my relationship with Cliff would last a few months, but I'd still be hearing about it 40 years later, I wouldn't have gone near him. Frankly, <laughs> it looks silly now that he's still talking about a relationship that was never really more than a friendship. Fucking hell. <laughs> Cussed you out, mate. Oh, yeah, we nearly got married. Did yeah. you? She, she Did was you? into me. She, yeah, she, yeah. She'll she, see yeah, me. She, yeah, yeah. she was banging to me. You know what She's I mean? just being coy. Mate, Damn, that yeah. is fucking amazing. All, I didn't know that. All these years, I'm going, oh, maybe Sue Barker and Cliff had a thing. And she's probably like, no, definitely he fucking not, didn't. Yeah. Definitely not. He's a, Yeah. Anyway, so he comes out of that really well. Yeah. That relationship. Yep. Really well. I think comes out of that very, very good. Um, and then his other, his only other relationship was with a dancer called Jackie Irvin, who he said of, of, we hung out all the time at the shows and in our spare time. Jackie was such a good laugh. And of course, a great person to go dancing with. Oh, She's a dancer. I think we know. So, yeah. uh, but it ended, unfortunately, Sam. There's no happy ending there. In 2020, Sir Cliff revealed, in the case of Jackie Irvin, I went to my manager and said, if I got married... Would I survive my fans? He said, you might lose 25 to 30% of your fans. I was like, you're kidding. I'd lose one third. I broke up with Jackie. Mm. Everything I do, I do it for you, eh, Cliff? <laughs> hmm? Everything I do, I do it for art. I do it for gravy. the... the, the <laughs> <laughs> and you either like it or you don't. Breaking up with people is a lot like coffee and Sigmund Freud books <laughs> and bootcut jeans. You either like them or you don't. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, I reckon what happened is she turned 14 and he just wasn't interested anymore. <laughs> allegedly. She's alleged, allegedly. Very, very allegedly. <clears throat> yeah. I suppose. Uh, so there you go. That's what the cliff's been up to. But I suppose I'm going to go back to the question that I slightly pondered at the very, very top of this episode, Sam. Is if we're going to do this every year, mm. true cliff pop, and we are, by the way, we are going to do that. We've had a lot. We've had a lot of fun, haven't we? A <laughs> lot of laughs. A lot, <laughs> lot of laughs. How many years of this have we got to do? Have we got left to do this? Do you think? I reckon, realistically, two. I think it's odd that you've put that because I've put twenty-two. <laughs> so I think he's going to be alive in one hundred and five years. I think I will die before him. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to be around. Right. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking anorexic Captain Tom. He's going to be releasing <laughs> albums. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, I think so. I'm not worried that we've been that you know when we did the Bruce Willis True Crap Pop. I was like, yeah. oh man, Bruce Willis isn't well. We've got to be a bit careful about what we say about actual Bruce Willis. I don't feel that with Cliff. He will be put into his uh, cryogenically frozen in his, you know, his mm. mad oxygen chamber with like virgin's blood being pumped into his eyeballs or whatever <laughs> shit he gets up to from January through to September. And then it'll be wheeled out again this time next year. And that will go on and on and on and on until, you know, mm. one of us perishes. And the next year, all of you will be sad, won't you? Because you'll think, oh, it's, Another Cliff Richard album's come out. I could hear the sleigh oh. bells. There must be yeah. there must be a crap pop. But no, no. Cliff Richard persists. Older than time Steve, itself. But Stephen Hill, because of his love of chocolate and and beef steaks, expensive steaks and boxes of roses, <laughs> he killed over and had a heart attack at the age of fifty seven. And now he's dead and he's gone. Now Sam's he sat here on his own with no one's jokes Cross- to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> weeping <laughs> weeping away <laughs> oh well oh good I anyway we've got between between two and 22 years i think that's two and 22 years bet. yeah i think so so let's rank this firstly let's rank it in the true crap pop list yes where cliff richard currently sits number 68 um, by my count number 68 he is just above Can I Be Frank by Westlife and Ashley Simpson, I Am Me. Mm. It's then Christmas with Cliff. And then it's The Return of Bruno by the aforementioned Bruce Willis. Yes. And Other Voices by The Door. So that's sort of what it's surrounded by. Now, I'm going to say straight away, I believe that this is a superior album to Christmas with Cliff. I agree. Hence, it will be number two in the Cliff Pop ranking. We've done that. We've yeah. got that out of the way. That's done. I'm glad we did yeah. that. Easy. Good. <clears throat> now i'm looking at the other things here mm. it's better but is it that much better is it really better if we go down you know return of bruno other voices tim machine 2 straight away my gaze is taken by danzig sings elvis mm. which is another kind of reimagining of songs but at by... least that's other people's songs and he actually recorded it at the time yeah, and I feel that actually this is not actually as bad as people made it out to be at the time that Danzig sings Elvis. Mm. And although I don't mind some of this, I for me, I can't in good conscience say that I think that <laughs> Danzig sings Glenn Elvis Danzig is, is worse. Better, worse than Cliff Richard. Yeah, yeah, I feel that 
I mean, it's the the two Cliff albums are pretty close together, mm. but it, this is better than Return of Bruno. Yeah, I don't really remember other voices by the Doors. It particularly. was really boring. Was the problem? I think we're, we're in yeah, the kind of the boring album bit. Yeah, of the ranking, boring right? album bit. Yeah. Tim Machine Two again, boring. Mm. Dantic sings Elf. You know, we got a few kind of missteps that aren't great coming after it the weirdness by the stooges yeah you know neon twang by the twang was all right mm. finding beauty in negative spaces by Seether. i mean it wasn't good but it was like passable for that type of thing and i suppose it was more about the fact that everyone hated him because amy lee went boo at him than anything else fisher spooner number one i think it's all right and then we get the, like the transformed man and dd king standing in the spotlight which are both actually kind of all right and you get into kind of all right stuff after that yeah yeah so I think my personally, I would put it between Tin Machine Two and Dantig Sings Elvis because I think Dantig Sings Elvis is better than it. Yeah, and I think yeah, not a dissimilar kind of idea behind the two albums, but ultimately better executed. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. We'll put Cliff at number seventy-two. Brilliant. There you go, Cliff Richard with strings. Um, my kind of life. Do the hands. My kind of. Yeah. <laughs> My Kind of Life with Strings goes into the list, into both lists. Yes. Um, I'm just writing it down. I'll take, I don't usually take this long to write it down, but, you know, I think Savor I'm... Savour it. That's the thing. I don't actually have to pick anything out of the True Crap Pop hat. Yeah, unfortunately. Because, like, uh, one, and, yeah. we will be coming back with uh, Infant Sorrows, Get Him to the Greek, which, you know, this time last year might have been a bit of a laugh, but... It's not going to be that much of a laugh when we do it, unfortunately. And obviously, we don't have to pick anything out of the Cliff, uh, the true Cliff pop hat, because Cliff will be... He'll do it for us. ...bestowing a new album with us in uh, in about a year's time. So look forward to that as well. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. We appreciate that. Have a lovely, lovely Christmas. Um, Eat lots of nice food and drink and be merry and spend time with your family. But most importantly... Whack on Saviour's Day, the video. Yeah. Definitely put the video. The video for Saviour's Day, the weird Wicker Man video for Saviour's Day and the weird um, staring at a carol singer's bum mm. on uh, mistletoe and wine. Make sure you watch those two videos. We'll be back next year with more awful music and you can go over to patreon.com forward slash true cult pop if you want to sign up and get all of our exclusive content. Thanks very much, Sam. Thank you, Steve. Lovely having you. Um, it's been another wonderful looking forward year. To, looking forward to next year with more Cliff. Yeah, big time, big time. What do you think? Do you want to make any predictions for what 2023 might see him do? Well, I'm thinking, you know, obviously the, the marketing campaign is getting that much more bizarre. I wonder if he's going to do an Apex twin and just like have a, a Cliff blimp flying around London to announce <laughs> the new tour. Not a blimp, too fat, <laughs> too fat. Oh, outspan again. Yeah. yeah i think he's gonna release an album of um i think he probably might just do christmas songs again he might do but there might be like acoustic folk i feel like he's getting to the valdunican uh, era actually do you know what i think he will do i think he's gonna do rock and roll versions oh, of shit of, of modern songs so i think he's gonna do like 
uh, Rolling in the Deep yeah. by Adele, but he's going to do it and he's going to be wearing a leather jacket yeah. and there's going to be a jukebox in the background on the album cover and he's going to be have his one foot on a on a, on a motor on like a kind of Harley Davidson some over the shoulder jacket and a thumb, yeah. thumb over the shoulder yeah. and he's going to do like kind of old school rock and roll versions of Call Rolling in the Deep, uh, shape, shape of You by Ed Sheeran yeah. and then probably like, I don't know, Never Forget by Take That or something like that. You know, he's going to do all those songs Unholy. Hero. Hero. Unholy. (laughs) Hero by uh, Enrique Iglesias. And then when he goes to promote it, he's going to call... He's going to say that the the queen was a saggy old bitch. (laughs) King Charles, what a fat cunt. (laughs) Anyway, buy the album. Fucking buy it. Paul McCartney's going to die next year. And he's going to say he had his breath stank like shit. Is what he's going to say in an interview. I was going. To, I wanted to talk to him. I could smell his breath. Smelly old cunt. We're going to have a and picture taken with him. Go, but, uh, whoa, whoa. Going to have a picture taken with him. But I don't fraternise with scousers. Oh god. <laughs> Dirty smelly rat. So I'm eating a rat backstage. <laughs> not even a cook one not even a shave one fucking dirty scouse cunt I thought you going to be on fucking loose women going like fucking cunt I'd love that wouldn't you Cliff Richard just turned just switched <laughs> forgot that he was <laughs> forgot got like mad no no you're on you're on just, po- just pointing at people and you're like, who the fuck's it who are you who the fuck are you lose some they all weight have to sing, they all have to sing like living doll to him to like calm him down <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, I can't wait for next year. That's going to be great. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look forward to that. So you get to hear that again when that actually happens in yep. 12 months time. Thanks very much, everyone. We appreciate you listening to the show. And if you have been offended by any of this. Um, Unlucky. Uh, well, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it. I don't really know why I brought that up. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. And uh, yeah, sorry about that. All right. Bye. <laughs>